Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me today, and happy Friday. Sorry, it's been a slower week. I was sick, then my kid got sick, and just... I think we both had RSV. I definitely had bronchitis. I think she has RSV, so... We're keeping our eye on the situation. I'm just, uh, I don't know if it's the weather. <sighs> Bro, I'm just in a funk, man. I'm just, uh, <laughs> like, I don't even have the motive. I'm still going, obviously, but I don't even have the motivation to go to the gym, which, uh, for me is very unusual. Very unusual. Um, extremely unusual. Just going through one of those down swings, you know what I'm saying? Which is, you know, as I've told you guys many times, is the most important time to press in and get the job done. So that's what we're doing today. We're pressing in. We're getting the job done. We're going to the gym. Man, uh, this border situation with Texas is very interesting. You know, I don't believe that anything happens on accident. Um, I, I'm not convinced that this wasn't all planned. <clears throat> and my theory is, should, first of all, if there's an armed conflict between, you know, Texas Rangers, Border Patrol, police versus, you know, federal agents, um, we can... Things are already pretty much teetering on the edge. I would say that that would push it all the way over the edge. I don't think that that's something that we would come back from. Like, I don't think there would be normalcy, at least not in the way we understand it, if, if something like that were to happen. I really don't. Um, but I, I can see this as a way to shirk the next election. Well, we can't have an election because there's basically a civil war. There's states seceding from the Union. Which, uh, I don't know, man. Things are about to get real interesting. Uh, we're right at the time. When you look at the timeline of empires, we're right at the crux of when empires start to fall apart. And I think that there are just such deeply rooted ideological differences between us and them that I don't see us coming together as a country and unifying. I don't see that happening at all. I, I, I think there's a 0% chance. We are just, I mean, you have a crowd of people that have opened our borders. They want to teach kids about sex and genitals, sexually depraved, baby murdering. It's just, it's incompatible. It's just totally incompatible. So it's like, what, what's going to happen? I really think so. 25 states might be more this morning have joined Texas in saying, hey, 
you know, if it comes down to it, we got your back. Some are willing to deploy their own guards to their own national guards to Texas. You know, if it boils down to it, man, you look at the states that would protect Texas and the states that wouldn't, there's no, there's no shot. The only thing I can imagine is that the federal government has, is willing to, like, kill a lot of people. But how much, what's going to be left of the federal government? I mean, I already, I've been reading a lot about how many U.S. soldiers would defect and leave the U.S. Army, the U.S. military, and join Texas or their home states. And all it would take is about an 8 to 10% defection to have very serious consequences on the U.S. military. But maybe this is what they want. Maybe it's not right versus left. Maybe this kind of destabilization and decentralization of power is exactly what China or somebody like that wants. Maybe this is what China's been waiting for and Russia's been waiting for is plunge the United States into absolute and utter chaos via civil war and who's going to be at the gates licking their chops a divided United States can't fight a unified China especially if they've got Russia makes you think, you know, because when you, when you read the end times, the Bible, when you read Revelation, uh, you don't really hear or see any indication that the United States is a power when that time comes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, unless we misunderstand what the Bible's talking about, I don't, I don't see, like, in, in Ezekiel, is it Ezekiel? I think it's in Ezekiel no, Daniel, sorry. In Daniel, you could see certain empires, especially Alexander the Great's, the Roman Empire, like those things are, are foretold. There's prophecies about Alexander the Great. There's prophecies about the Roman Empire uh, in Daniel, but you don't really see anything that would lead one to believe that the United States is a viable power in the end times at all but I guess that you know if you're pre-millennial post-millennial there's just a lot of contingencies there but um, I don't even know what I believe about the end times I think that people focus on that too much and they get weird about it and they start doing the whole left behind thing you know but anyways and I've started to think what would I do what if Texas engages in an armed conflict, and really it would be the federal government engaging in an armed conflict with Texas, what would I do? And, you know, part of me is like, I don't know, I would almost consider moving to Texas. Excuse me, I'm sorry I keep sniffing today, I can't help it, but I would almost consider moving to Texas. I really would. Because, you know, I think that 
this is exactly what most of the normal people that are a little bit too comfortable need to push themselves to, to action. Or maybe I stay in Maine and make sure we turn this state red, take this state over. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of good old boys up here in Maine. They're just quiet. They're just quiet. But there are some very dangerous people up this way, man. Some people you would not want to mess with up here in Maine. I don't know. There's just so many unknowns, you know? There's just so many unknowns with this. And it's going to be very interesting to see over the next couple weeks and months. I really believe, though, that they're going to use this as an excuse to just not have an election. And keep Biden, and he's not really the one in power, but keep that puppet government in power. You know, if they try to do something like that, then it's going to get very, very it's going to get real bad. It's going to get real, real bad. You know, if we had a leader that had any sense, the leader would find a way. Like, what? okay, Mike, let's say you were put in a position of power in the United States tomorrow. What would you do? It's about to split in half. I would try to rally the country around a common enemy. And because there's, despite of, you know, despite how little we have in common, us and them, we're all humans, we have basic needs, and many people are struggling right now. So I would, I would be uniting people around Pulling the U.S. out of a recession. I would almost make the ultra-wealthy an opponent. You know what I mean? We've got we've to give power back to the common man. What happened when you could just have a factory job, feed your family, drive two cars, and have a nice house? Let's bring that middle class back to the United States. I would, I would probably rally around that, get people to rally around that. Because unless you're ultra-conservative or ultra-liberal, at the end of the day, if people's bills are paid and they can afford a nice lifestyle for their family, most people are going to be just okay and happy. Now, that doesn't mean that everything goes their way in politics, right? But it does mean that, hey, as long as I can feed my family long as I know that my electricity staying on in my running water, I'm fine. You know what I mean? So I think we got to start, that's what I would do. I would rather, if I wanted to keep the country together, but there's also a part of me that's like, dude, oh, what are we hitting ice up here? There's also a part of me that's like, dude, maybe we should just tear the whole thing in half and rebuild it. You know what I mean? But yeah, those are my thoughts this morning. All right, I love you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.